Good morning. Thursday is for troublemakers. You know, the ones that wear their sunglasses inside. We're talking about Kia and Hyundai making EVs, used car demand slowing, and how Gmail's going to go. Bye. I thought you got rid of the music. I thought this new intro was you eliminating the bounce. No. That's the feel, man. You got to be bounce. Oh. Oh, oh we're I again. The, Damn. I hit the wrong button. I hit the record. I'm going to have to splice everything together. This is just the way it is. This is when you're recording for the edit. That's what happens sometimes. You hit the wrong button. It's all good. We're back in. Ben, how are you this morning, man? I'm amazing, bro. Thanks good for joining us on the pod. I'm, I love coming on here. I'm a little bit sad. If anybody knows, Ben was posting on his old LinkedIn yesterday about these AR glasses. And I was like, I swear he's going to show up in the sunglasses today. Oh, get get those sunk show show everybody the future real quick this is yeah. the future this is the future this is For like you this is neo going to the matrix <laughs> or it's more like agent <laughs> agent 11 or whatever that guy's name is all right so give us give us a little bit of like what it feels like because you've got ar sunglasses on what yeah. it feels like what actually happens like because we, we can't see it obviously but what's the I'm trying to what's see what's going on so all right about a 201 inch screen is in front of my face right now and it's got the my desktop and so that is a my uh samsung has a mode called dex mode which basically turns your phone into a desktop okay from there i can go into microsoft's remote desktop client right and log into this desktop computer and then have all my monitors and my whole thing in front of me. I got a miniature portable keyboard it's and a mouse. And so, dude, on on a flight, we're talking about triple monitors, right? Know, in economy comfort. All you got to do is lo- drop your little drop your little thing down, and you're in. You're in like massive three screen. You're there, dude. Ready to yeah. go. So hold on, hold on. Let me see if uh, unbelievable. Do you see the? Oh, we can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're watching the like, video, you can start to see it. It's it's like it's a little granulated for us. Like it looks a little green. Um, yeah. That's but, my green bass uh, desktop. Like it's a picture. That's, of a, that's an AI generated leaf for a bat. Obviously, for, uh, uh, naturally, an AI generated leaf on AR goggles that we wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. Well, we got to get into it. Hey, just so you know, we just came off of Paul and myself were at the Reuters automotive retail event in Las Vegas, and we recorded over 20 podcasts with industry leaders, and we've already launched the first two. Paige Goodwin of Group One Automotive and Mike Darrow of True Car are live now. If you just search Amplify Sweet. Podcast, you can find it. You can find it on our website or on podcast platforms, wherever you want to find it, Apple, Spotify, the whole nine yards. And these are just 10 minute quick bites ready to go. Um, also, Ben, we're premiering uh, the More Than Cars show next Wednesday at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. Cannot wait. I'm telling you what, we've shown it. We've shown clips to a few people. We showed some clips out and out in Vegas. Everybody, everybody who's seen it is like more people need to see this. So if you know someone that has 25 minutes in their day, make sure they come out, watch it online, LinkedIn, YouTube. You can find it at morethancars.tv. That's morethancars.tv. You can find everything about it. But we got to get into some news. Yes. And what other type of news will we talk about than EVs? Because it's just everywhere. (laughs) All right. The Inflation Reduction Act. uh, What's that? 
I said the invasion, man. It's just it's, like it's, it's a all... straight up invasion. Actually, oh man, I wish we were the the very first keynote at the automotive uh, retail event, the Reuters event, was by Neo, and they talked about their showrooms, um, which are just mind boggling. So I don't I don't have anything. I wish that event past. was recorded somehow too, because I, dude, you had some really cool guests and moderating and whatever but yes it was it was a stellar like you know how long i'm gonna freaking talk for so it's unbelievable the the inflation reduction act is providing the impetus for kia and hyundai to invest over a billion dollars in production in mexico uh recently the governor of new new nuevo leon mexico samuel garcia revealed kia's plans on his twitter uh initially saying kia once again bets on nuevo leon with a billion dollar investment to expand its plant and produce two Kia car models later editing out the billion dollars. So I don't, you know, there's like electric reported on this. There's some, there's some just Twitter news. It's kind of a little Elon Musk esque out there by, uh, by them. But basically what's happened is uh, because of Hyundai uh, motor groups um, manufacturing overseas, primarily the majority of their EV models have now taken a hit and not, uh, and will not be eligible for the $7,500 tax credit. So investment in Mexico, as well as plans in Georgia, um, are making it possible to regain uh, access to American consumers too. Bro, but like classically, this is such a funny thing, is that we're like, hey, let's give a bunch of tax dollars away, you know, or give it back to people, right? So we can create this factory not in America. I'm just like, (laughs) just throwing it out there as like a sort of gripe. Big it's fan. The, I'm gonna it's get North America. You know, yeah. You know, <laughs> support like you know, you know. I'm I'm not I'm not anti, but it right. would have been cool if those plants were in America. Part two is, dude, the EV9, the concept at least that I saw, yes, like Telluride size, but all electric. That could be the contender that switches. I'm I'm looking for a replacement for uh, for my Model S. I yeah. need something with more space, and yeah. so. That's in, yeah. the ref- that's in the front running, probably. Well, and right now, Hyundai Motor Group just, I, I don't know if you know this, but globally, they're now the third largest automaker. And so yeah, they want right. to they want to have that crown on the EV side as well. So it's going to take like multiple models for them to be able to accomplish this. Yeah, and Hyundai's, Hyundai's an insane company. You know, they're like the number is, one or number two in steel, too. Is it, is like it really? production? They like, cr- they like crush the world in steel. Yeah. They've got wow. so many. They own like a baseball team. They own right. so many different little things. That yeah. They're just well, and you think about it, they have that. like they have like a consumer brand in Kia. They have a mid a, a, a mid market brand in Hyundai, and then a luxury brand in Genesis. And then they've they are leading the way and like kind of the silent killer on the EV uh, in the EV race. You know, like yeah, you know, you hear about Audi, you know, moving kind of closest there, but they have a a, a slim model lineup, and then Ford and GM are all over the news. But Hyundai's just kind of quietly just creeping up and just growing, and the cars are gorgeous. Really, they're sick. Like they, really I think are. it's like the reverse. Like you watch um, Sony and Samsung, kind of trying to get into auto. Yep. The Japanese companies started with TV. Now they're going. You know, it's like this sort of like reverse thing where it's like Hyundai starts with cars, but then like dominates all these other industries. That's what I think is going to be uh, really interesting from like a lifetime value standpoint is yep get into the car but like think about a tesla you also buy maybe the solar panels you also buy you know like the charger you buy the battery thing because it starts to become like a whole like in your home invasion 
Yep. That's why I keep on using that word invasion. And I feel like EVs is going to give a lot of these companies uh, avenues to not just focus on cars, but all these other adjacent places that they can they can get in front of the consumer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we were just talking about when we were at, when we were out in Vegas that Tesla is not really uh, a car company anymore. Yeah. Right. No. Like uh, Elon said over last week, he said he the robotics company in the, it, which is a Tesla company stands to be in the next ten years their highest volume producer and attributed to the most revenue. Oh, out of it. I would, speaking, I see, speaking of sorry, revenue, no, no. Ben, oh, hold up, hold up. I know, oh, yeah. no. What did you have? What did you have? What did okay. you have? Here's what I, my prediction, quick prediction. <laughs> um, I believe that fast forward a couple of years, all these companies that are not focused on the adjacent stuff like robotics are going to become customers of Tesla. And you're going to see like, uh, an Elon Musk produced Tesla robot in a Ford factory as an example. Oh, that absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right, we can go. Yeah, and or batteries or anything like that. Totally. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Well, we're going to keep moving. Uh, know, the used yeah. car demand. So so we're flipping from EVs to used cars. Demand remains strong despite caution from retailers on a waning shopper presence in the market. Um, it's interesting because uh, what we're looking at is that there are significant drops across uh, multiple uh, analytics platforms showing a waning so uh, like a softening shopper matrix out there. Uh, but many groups are still stating extremely high demand and higher close ratios from interested shoppers. Uh, actually, Morgan Auto Group, a 60 store group in Florida, noted that same store use volume was up in January and February. Um, Cox Automotive's Mannheim used vehicle value index said a measurement, uh, which is a measurement of used vehicle prices, uh, recorded four consecutive months of increases in pricing from December to March. So even though we're we're seeing shopper uh, interest waning, we're still seeing high demand and increases in use and wholesale prices uh, on used cars. Um, so kind of a, a really interesting market in this like softening, the uh, softening shopper, but still extremely high demand and high volume, um, where we're actually still seeing higher volume overall in used car sales than we did in yeah. 2022. My, my take is like, also you're, we're comparing weird years, right? Like as long as we're doing year over year comparisons, like how much did you Instacart last year? A lot. How much are you doing it this year? Not as much, right? Like, how much did you avoid people last year? A lot. How about this year? I would love to see more people physically. That'd be great. You I know. know. Get me off of Zoom. No, it's it's a totally like I, I was actually talking to um a couple dealers that were going, yo, year over year, we just can't track. Like we're we're down in used cars, we're up in you know, whatever it may be. And I was like, you just gotta throw out year over year. It's yeah. all about six month trend data. Like what is happening? And then really actually looking, you know, Jason Rice um, uh, of Lot Pop really talks about this like two week trend data because yeah, the market is moving that quick. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Good plug for all things used cars. Come to that there tomorrow. You go. Come yeah. to that tomorrow morning for sure. Um, uh, uh, Cox Automotive also uh, saw that the CPO sales volume and April was down, uh, but year over year stats uh, because of a strong Q1 in CPO sales uh, it was it was still up. Um, so CPO sales did take it on the chin compared to March, but the pace was still healthier than either January or February, uh, said Chris Fry, senior manager of economic and industry insights at Cox Automotive. So I, here's my thing. It's like nobody knows which way is up and that's okay. <laughs> 
yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, just find the ground. We got to find the ground. Just find the ground. Just find the ground. Uh, well, Google is ser searching to find the ground a little bit because uh, their data is skyrocketing. Uh, right now, they are looking to crack down on storage as they remove old accounts from Gmail as early as December of this year. Uh, basically, the news comes a couple years after they removed unlimited storage for Google Photos. And what they're going to be doing is any accounts that have gone inactive uh, for a period of 24 months, they're just going to start deleting altogether. You won't have access to them again, um, which uh, the, a couple interesting things there. Apparently, there's just a ton of created accounts that never got any login, never got any access. Uh, and then there's also a lot of uh, kind of like false accounts where people use them as like ghost emails to forward to other inboxes, which is mm -hmm. the biggest concern for a lot of users and kind of the, the backlash on, uh, on the web um, that that's happening for like what Google said is like, Oh my goodness, all these accounts. And, uh, how many people have the spam accounts that they're like, it's a Google account, but it just goes there and they never look at it because that's their spam but account. Here's, here's hot take on this. Wouldn't you think I'm so surprised because doesn't that feel like there's still some really good data in there? Like if I would Google think so. literally saying like, you know what? It's not even worth holding on to and knowing more about that consumer. Like imagine if there was an account with which there is with every single service that I kind of wanted to try or was thinking about like a 30 day trial or what, like that's where I send all of that. Right. I've got my right. main email and then I've got the like, oh, you need an email address for me to try out your stupid product. OK, fine. Here you go. I've got that. email, <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. Well, Google's got all that and they're going to delete yeah. it. Like that seems crazy to me. I, I would I would imagine in their heads there's actually a reason to keep that and, and know more about, you know, the consumer. But what do I know? Yeah, you would think. So. I mean, and, and just knowing like because all of those emails have backup email addresses, right? For recovery or anything like that. So it's like, what, how, what's the user tied to and what are they doing? Why are they acting that way? How can we create efficiencies for these users? Um, they did say that uh, over the next coming months, they'll be sending multiple notifications into these email addresses and to the recovery email just to make sure people log in. And basically all you gotta do is log in once. So if you got one of those old emails, you wanna keep it around, Head over there, log in once, you'll be good to go. Uh, not a problem. Uh, but still, interesting. When data is king, getting rid of that much data out there in the world. Hey, to each his own. It's Google. His own. All right, Google. Well, hey, look, that's all the time we got today. We had a little fun, talked a little EVs, talked a little used cars, and then Googled email deletion. Uh, but today, it's all about people. There's still business to do. So get after it. Hit that 15 minute mark, let's go.